The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. After six long years, Miami Dolphins are finally back in the playoffs. It feels good. It feels really good. It also feels good to beat the Jets for as coma-inducing as that game was yesterday. Third-string quarterback versus third-string quarterback. I will take an 11-6 to win. I would have taken a 2-0 win if that was what it took <laughs> to beat the New York stinking Jets. And the Bills took care of the Patriots, so... We got the results we needed, and the Miami Dolphins are headed to the postseason. I'm Alex Dono alongside former Miami Dolphin Troy Stratford. Troy, it's been way too long, but we're in the playoffs, baby. It's funny. Today, I had to go back and look. Like, I don't recall hearing it yesterday. The last time the Miami Dolphins were in the playoffs, it was back in 2016. And I was like, what the heck was I doing back in 2016? I couldn't remember. I didn't have any idea what was going on. But I will say this. When it comes to yesterday's football action, and yes, we had the Buffalo Bills game on down here. We had the Dolphins game down here. I'm going back and forth, channel to channel to channel. Actually missed the opening kickoff for the Bills. Oh, and I that was, that was a good said, kickoff to watch. It's like, are you <laughs> kidding me? That is unbelievable what he did. And then yeah. he came back and scored a second touchdown kickoff return, which is very impressive. I know it happened before, but I don't recall it happening. And so I'm going back and forth, right, Donald? Back and forth. And then finally I go. This is working out. This is working out. The Bills are doing what they need to do. And the Dolphins, they're in a dog fight. And I got nervous at the end when they just got the balls. But the Dolphins, not the last drive, prior to the last drive, but the Dolphins defense came up big, made the big play. Xavier Howard had good coverage on that one pass to the wide receiver, Wilson, who was kicking their butt all day long. And he made the play. And then our guy who we've been very critical of, and rightfully so, Jason Sanders. He comes through with the 50-yard field goal. And it was like, nice. Let me pop open this beer. Actually, I popped open one before that. Let me pop open this beer. (laughs) Enjoy it. You need to drink before Jason Sanders attempts a kick as well. You need to Oh, I was. (laughs) I couldn't help myself. I was. I had a couple beers, no doubt. Yeah, I was doing a post game on WQAM last night, and I gave the player of the game to Jason Sanders because why the hell not? I mean, nobody scored any touchdowns on either team. 
Uh, yes. Neither defense had any takeaways. Oddly enough, it was a, it was a turnover free game. There was only one sack the entire game, and it was the, really yeah. There was only one, it was a weird game, Troy. I mean, very uh, weird. Yeah, I mean, no no turnovers, hardly any points scored, no touchdowns. Uh, Mike McDaniel finally won his first coach's challenge of the year. Yes. Isn't that another? <laughs> I couldn't believe he was 0-5 heading into that final challenge that he actually won, and he went one for two in that game. But on uh, what they, they called it a catch by Garrett Wilson, but it clearly yes. hit the ground. I mean, it was a great challenge by Mike McDaniel, but he's had some clunker challenges this year. When I saw the replay, I said, wait a minute. They need to go take another look at that because yeah. – that ball looked like it hit the ground quite a bit. So, thankfully, it worked out for the Miami Dolphins because the Jets would have been on the move from there. Yeah, and you know it was it was that type of uh, that type of day. And obviously, I know big picture, it doesn't really feel like the football gods have been very kind to the Dolphins. But at least on that one Sunday, the football gods were smiling on us because I, I went into yesterday just in you know I've been a Dolphin fan my entire life and over the last 20 years you just expect Murphy's law like you expect anything that can go wrong is going to go wrong so I thought oh well if the Dolphins win this game the uh, Patriots will find a way to beat the yeah. Bills or yeah. I'm thinking or I'm thinking we're going to get the help from the Bills and then the Dolphins will choke and they'll find a way to lose I didn't think that you would actually have both of the things you needed to happen fall into place. Uh, you know, especially, um, you know, let, let, let's start with Skylar Thompson. Um, okay. You know, thankfully, Skylar Thompson got to go up against, you know, 100-year-old Joe Flacco and a Jets offense who also had, I think, three starting offensive linemen missing and the Dolphins offensive line has been banged up and Teron Armstead didn't play. Uh, but, you know, I, I think it's I think it's pretty obvious. Uh, and we're going to talk about next week a little bit later, but it's pretty obvious Skylar Thompson is uh, – you know he's he's not exactly a poised to a tongue of Iloa replacement at the moment, putting it kindly. But he did make some throws, Troy. And I think the most yes. important thing about Skylar Thompson's day was there was nothing special about what he did out there, except for the fact that he didn't throw any picks and he didn't lose and any fumbles. That was that was the key for him. And that is the key in games that you have to win. You have to win that turnover battle, but like you said, there were no turnovers, right? right? So the Miami Dolphins could ill afford to turn that football over in that game against the New York Jets because if you had given anyone a short field, they probably would have scored another three points because nobody was scoring a touchdown, right? But I looked at Skylar Thompson and I said, okay, he looks better than the first time that he had the opportunity to go out there and play. And I made the point last week that this is this should be a little bit different because he had an entire week to prepare to play this game. So the Miami Dolphins weren't asking him to win the game. They pretty much were asking him, don't lose this game. So the first time he played, you know, he's a little bit more erratic in that football game. And so it was nice to see him grow. And every young player needs that. And I, I, I go back and I look at the situation that I was in personally. I'm playing a running back position, but the nerves that I had going into my first NFL game, the first, the second, the third, I was nervous as anything. 
And I go, can you imagine a rookie quarterback? Because all I had to do was worry about my assignment. Just my assignment, no one else's assignment, and get the snap count down right. And I was fine. Quarterbacks have to know both wide receivers, the tight end, the running back, the offensive lineman. It is absolutely like astronomical what these young quarterbacks do, how they play, filtering all of that information in in a short period of time. Because let's face it, it's only like three seconds. Like we look at the play clock and all of that, but the time he gets to the line of scrimmage and he starts scanning the defense, we look at the clock, watching the game, you know, the the snap count clock is dwindling down five, four, three. He has to make all of these adjustments, call the right play, know where the defense is going. And to get that done, that is like a monumental task for young quarterbacks. So I'm just glad that he did not turn the football over. Yeah. And he gets his first NFL victory regular season. That is, he was the preseason MVP, but he gets his first, uh, he gets his first bona fide NFL victory. Um, and, you know, before we get to who may be the quarterback next week, there's one more thing about this game. I wanted to ask you, Troy, uh, I like what Mike McDaniel uh, did, what he requested of the stadium that, you know, because they have the out of town scoreboard, you know, on the like the banners in the stadium. But McDaniel specifically requested and his request was granted that they do not show the Patriots bill score on the scoreboard because he didn't want him seeing it or his players seeing it and maybe affecting their attitude towards the game. I love it. Now, when, when I heard about that, my first thought was, that kind of sucks for the fans. But then I realized, wait, what year is it? Everybody's got their smartphone. <laughs> like, no, no, no they, they don't even need to have a scoreboard out there. Like, right. They're all looking at their, like, it doesn't matter. They're all looking at their phones. Right. Obviously, players are not supposed to have their phones with them on the bench or anything. So they're not looking at the scores. So I thought that was actually really cool that McDaniel did not want anyone on his sideline aware of what was happening in that other game because he just wanted them to only focus on what they can control. And I agree with his decision to do that. And although you weren't aware of the score of the Buffalo Bills game, like on the scoreboard, you could tell a little bit from the reaction of the crowd. All of a sudden, you know, the Miami Dolphins in a timeout and they start cheering. People are like, what the hell is going on? Uh, The players are like, what's going on? The Buffalo Bills just opened. Returned to open the kickoff, just took the lead, had this game in control. So there was ways to get that information out. But I agree with the coach 100% in the fact that you just don't want people scoreboard watching. You don't want pe- you want their eyes on the action, on the field, as opposed to up on the big jumbotron that the Miami Dolphins have inside that stadium, like over your right shoulder, I guess. Yeah, exactly. So I, I want to remind everybody, by the way, if you're if you're watching us live at 3.09, 3.10 p.m. here uh, on the East Coast or wherever you're watching us from, uh, make sure to hit the like button and subscribe to Five Reasons Sports on YouTube. And you can also uh, you can use the other uh, live chat. I want to say hello to Kubiche. Hello to Andy. You know where you know where Andy's from, Troy? He's over in Scotland. He's a massive dolphin fan living across the pond. Wow. You know. He has to be a little bit older, around my age probably, 
because there was a time when people abroad across the pond, they became Dolphin fans because the Miami Dolphins were highly visible at the time. Yeah. The NFL, there was no social media and all of that. And the Miami Dolphins, they had a great tradition in history. And so a lot of people across the pond, they became Miami Dolphin fans, Pittsburgh Steelers fans, Dallas Cowboy fans. You know, they weren't fans of like the New York Jets or the Detroit Lions. But now, because of social media and the access that we have to any information at our fingertips, you have fans from every single team. So kudos to him for sticking in there being a Dolphin fan. He says he's been a fan since 84. And hello to Vent as well. Thank you. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, so, all right, we're going to have a very, very tall order. And we do have the game time, by the way, for this coming. It's going to be on Sunday. I know that there's two windows for games on Saturday. There's three windows on Sunday. And there's a Monday night game. And what they what do they call this now? Super wild card weekend or like turbo wild card weekend or something. Wild card weekend plus. I don't know. But whatever it is. Uh, okay. People say this is the best football weekend of the year. And I, I kind of agree with that. I mean, you have excellent games that are going on, great matchups that are going on. It's on Saturday, it's on Sunday, and it's on Monday. Yeah. So you have an entire weekend. Get all of your honeydews out of the way. Get everything taken care of so you can sit down and enjoy a lot of football. Yeah, th this is a weekend where it's always aggravating to have a spouse who is not a sports fan because every year I've got to explain to my wife because she she doesn't know that it's coming and I'm going to have to have the talk with her over the next couple of days. Like, you know, by the way, um, yeah, Saturday, I mean, m maybe like early in the day, Saturday, we can take my kids somewhere because I think the first Saturday game is at four o'clock, but Sunday, you know, I'm off out of commission for half the day Saturday. I'm out of commission for the entire day on Sunday. So there's really not too much family time that can be had this week. I'm going to have to explain that to her as I do every single year. You're not the only one in that situation. I'm not in that situation, but you're not the only one in that situation. And so, you know, give her a couple bucks. Tell her to go shopping. Right. <laughs> And so the Dolphins and the Dolphins game is going to be Sunday at 1 p.m. on the road at the Buffalo Bills. Well, yeah, one o'clock on Sunday. Uh, let's take a look at the slate this weekend on prize picks. So, guys, if you haven't done this by now, I don't know what you're waiting for. Uh, if you sign up at prizepicks.com or the prize picks mobile app, you can get action selections on all the games coming up this weekend. You can make selections on the national championship game coming up tonight. By the way, Troy, do you like uh, do you like TCU or Georgia? I actually I like TCU plus 12 and a half. I don't think they're going to win, but I think they can cover. I like what you're saying. I would go in that direction. Remember a few weeks ago, I watched TCU and I said, I really like that quarterback for TCU. Yes. Duggan is his name. Duggan. Yeah, Duggan. Yeah. Duggan. I really like the way he plays and they got a. Uh, a couple of running backs that could run the ball as well. Now, Georgia, they are stacked defensively. Oh, yeah. Forget about the offense. They are stacked defensively. And what's going to win this game is going to be the offense, obviously. But you have to play some good defense in this game to win. I'm leaning towards TCU myself. I would take the 12 points. Absolutely. 
Well, and let me let me give you the prize picks numbers because they have both of the quarterbacks on there uh, for tonight. Um, so Max Duggan, you mentioned the TCU quarterback, and then you've got Stetson Bennett on the Georgia side. Incredible story. I mean, he's going for his second straight national title. This guy's a former walk-on. I mean, it's it's an unbelievable story, Bennett. Um, Duggan, his over-under is just 235 and a half yards for passing yards. Uh, Bennett is over under 278 and a half. So I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of liking that Duggan over. I might go over. You, you, you on like both. one over one under, right? I don't know. I might, I might go over <laughs> on both. Like I, I could see Bennett just with all the talent Georgia has. Uh, I could see Bennett, you know, getting a couple of like big gains from his receivers. So I, I might go over for both of them. I think it could be a high scoring game. I'm going to enjoy this game. Uh, I'll go with TCU over. Georgia under, okay. and I, I, I the under scares me as well. Both yeah. of them should go over in this game. Usually, the national championship game is kind of you know fireworks everywhere, big plays everywhere, guys stepping up. And imagine the situation that these young guys are in. Right, they just spent an entire week. Where's the championship game? Where is it? Oh, you know what? I'm not know. even sure. I, just, I'm uh, not even sure where it is. It, it, it doesn't matter. Wherever the game is, what happens bowl week? But this is the national championship bowl week, right? Yeah. But what normally happens when you're playing college football is they do a phenomenal job of setting up two teams, right? The opponents. Mm-hmm. They do everything together. They do lunch together. They do dinner together. They have a, a, a I don't know, a tug of war together. Everything is competition yeah. the entire week. And you learn to, like, truly hate that other team all week long. They have an eating contest. Who can eat the most hot dogs or the Whoa. most burgers or what? Yeah, they have – everything is a competition. And so now these young guys – they have an incredible weekend, 18 in the National Football League, and they're watching these guys play because that's their aspiration, and they're sitting there just getting pumped up. This game is going to be, like, incredible tonight. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Uh, so looking at uh, the NFL slate on prize picks for Wild Card Weekend, and by the way, Prize Picks is so easy, guys. I don't know why you haven't signed up yet if you haven't, but prizepicks.com or the Prize Picks mobile app. Uh, when you sign up and you make your first deposit, use our code five. That's F I V E. Use our code five, and they're going to match your first deposit 100% up to 100 bucks. So if you deposit 100 bucks or 50 bucks, 75, whatever, they're going to double your first deposit. And it's so quick and easy to make your selections. You know, if, if you if you already have a good idea who you want to pick, it's going to take you like 30 seconds to make your selections. You simply select two, three, four, even five players, and you can go cross sport on this. Like you can have, you know, uh, you can have like the, the quarterbacks from the title game tonight. You can have some NBA players in there as well. Mix and match them however you want to. And you predict if these players are going to go over or under their stat projections. And if you get your predictions correct, it's like a parlay. You win your money. You can win. Uh, you can win. You know, five, ten, twenty times your money for getting these predictions correct. Here, here's the frustrating thing, Troy, for Dolphins Bills this weekend. 
So it's like we don't know we don't know who's gonna be at running back for the Dolphins this right. week. We don't know who's gonna be the quarterback for the Dolphins this week. So they're pretty sparse on Dolphins selections. But what do you think about Josh Allen, his passing yards for this week against your Miami Dolphins? Over under 265 and a half at home. Troy, I hate to say it, but I think I'm going over 265 and a half on Josh Allen. That's a tough one, man. And and again, I say it all the time. It really doesn't matter what number within reason. You know, for those 220, we say, yeah, definitely over. But 265, I'm sitting there saying, this goes back to the first time the Miami Dolphins played against the Buffalo Bills. The second time they played up there in Buffalo against the Bills. The Miami Dolphins are not intimidated by this situation. They just have to be healthy. I want to go over as well when it comes to Josh Allen. I just hope that they change up the scheme a little bit and trying to defend him and not allow him to get going. But if I was a betting man, which I am, uh, I would go Josh Allen over. I would definitely go over. By the way, did you see what happened to Bernie Kosar? That he was, uh, you know, he he was working for the Browns and uh, and he got he got fired because he made a bet on the Browns and you know I guess they have a rule about team employees which he, he should have known better uh but I, I saw it like it sucks because apparently when he made the bet he was planning on donating the winnings to charity so it was more of like a publicity stunt than anything else uh, but the can't, publicity can't stunt went awry because he's a team employee who was promoting gambling which is weird because the NFL has betting sponsors so it's like it's it's become such a What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Gray area, but yeah, you don't, you don't want to... Yeah, you, you, you cannot make that information known that you're yeah. actually betting on a game because right. you will have or Bernie was privy to certain information, no matter how small or That's big. True. That's true. And so you can't have that. Uh, I can recall the very first meeting I had when I became a Miami Dolphin, it was from NFL officials. And they talked about the importance of not gambling on games. They talked about all the scams that are out there. From family members calling you, asking you, so, you know, how is the quarterback feeling or how is the wide receiver feeling? He's like, those are people that are betting on games. They talked about uh, women who lure you in and they get information from you. So it's. It's taken very seriously. That would by totally the, work on me. Like if if, if some if, <laughs> if I if I was an NFL player and like some some hot number was trying to honey pop me to get betting information, <laughs> honey, you could I'll tell you whatever you want to know. Yeah, yeah, Mar- Marino, he's got a sprained thumb. Write it down. <laughs> he's sick as a dog. He had a fever for the last three days. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you got to be very careful with that. That's one yeah, of the so, being an NFL player right there. Absolutely. So, unfortunately, Bernie caught him, got himself caught up into that situation, and yeah. he lost his job because of it. And he lost the bet, too, I think, because if he was betting on the Browns, they lost by 14, so there was no way he covered. So he he, lo- he lost we the did. bet and the job. 
we don't know which way he was betting. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> okay, fair point, fair point. So That's right. all this to say, uh, if you'd like to make these selections, and by the way, prize picks, fully legal in the state of Florida. So if you want to make your selections at prize picks, prizepicks.com or the prize picks mobile app, make sure you sign up with our code. And that's five F I V E. Don't forget it because when they ask, Hey, do you have a promo code? You do it's F I V E. And they're going to double your first deposit up to a hundred bucks. Prize picks truly is daily fantasy made easy uh, here on the extra yard. Alex Dono alongside Troy Stratford, former Miami dolphins player. So Troy, um, the deck is heavily stacked against the Dolphins this weekend, okay? Yes. So you have to play in Buffalo in January. That's no picnic. You're going up against a team that is motivated by a very powerful external factor of DeMar Hamlin, um, you know, who is, thank God, doing so much better. Like, my, my, I, it's warmed my heart to see the progress that Hamlin has made over the past week since he suffered cardiac arrest. Um, he might even be at the game if they can find a way to get him there wow. out of the hospital. I'm not sure. Uh, that, that's just me hypothesizing. But, you know, he's he's been conscious. He's been speaking. He was tweeting over the weekend. So that, that's been a powerful motivating factor for Buffalo, and I do not discount that factor. Um, and the Bills are – they're a healthier-looking squad than the Dolphins are right now. Let's start uh, – well, let's start with the latest news that came out today. Raheem Mostert, who was very productive yesterday before leaving the game with injury, the injury that Mostert suffered uh, 71 yards into a really good game yesterday against the Jets, he suffered a broken thumb. I'm not sure if it was the right hand or left hand. If anyone knows that, let us know in the chat because uh, I was looking at like the, the official stories about it and Ian Rappaport, who broke the news, he didn't specify whether it was the right thumb or the left thumb, thumb so I'm not so sure. And Troy, you can explain to us why that that makes a difference, right? That if if it's his, you know, dominant hand or non-dominant right. hand, uh, do you think with a broken thumb, do you think we're going to see Raheem Mostert this week? If it's on his dominant hand and his broken thumb, probably not because he's more comfortable carrying the football in that hand, right? So he will not be able to anchor it down because if it's broken, they got to put some type of a little soft cast on it to play. Now, if it's his non-dominant hand, there's an outside chance that he could play in this game because I've played with running backs, in particular Barry Sanders, who he actually had a broken hand, his non-dominant hand. Half the people on the team didn't even know he had it. His pain threshold was off the charts. He just put a piece of cushion on his hand for like the next four or five weeks, and he played in football games. You never knew it, right? I go, this guy is absolutely like from another world or something like that. <laughs> so there's an outside chance, but the thumb is also the anchor. You need that to kind of lock that ball in as a running back. So it's I'm going to say it's a long shot that he could play mm. just because of the pain that will come with can they shoot it up? Yeah, they can, but it's broken. So you, when you have a broken hand, it's more likely that you're not going to be able to play. So unfortunately, yeah, because yeah, um, and and I like Jeff Wilson a lot, but you want to have that one-two punch, right? You want to have Mostert with Wilson, 
Um, Salvan Ahmed could be like the next guy up in the rotation. He did have, uh, he had a big carry yesterday. He had one carry for seven yards and it was probably the biggest carry of the game because it put the Dolphins in range for that game winning field goal. Can I say something about that call? Sure. That call was so ballsy <laughs> to have a guy who had not played yeah. all game long, yeah. right? Yeah. No touches and in a key situation, you kind of trust him to give him the football. I'm sitting there saying, you got to be kidding me, man. This, number one, his nerves had to be running high. It's like, oh, snap, I'm, I'm in the game. I'm about to get a carry. This is an important, you know, part of the football game, if not the biggest run in that football game outside of the Miami Dolphins getting the fourth down run with Wilson. I mean, those are the two key things when it comes to the Miami Dolphins. So hats off to coach for calling that, for the running back being prepared to play in that situation and getting the job done. So I love that. I love that when I see athletes, you know, yeah, yeah, the superstars are going to play. But then you have the filling guys, the backup guys, who they're called upon and they come alive in that moment, and it, it just shows like the level of professionalism that so many guys play with. Like I tip my hat to Mike Gusecki, you know, how he has been able to be overlooked this year, but yet his mind was totally on point yesterday, making big catches for the Miami Dolphins. He might, he might be the only guy in that offense who plays better with Skylar Thompson. Have you noticed that? Like he, he's because because uh, he had a big catch from Skyler last week. It's like everybody else. The offense is worse with Skyler Thompson, except Mike Isicki's going to get his. Donald, young quarterbacks, the best friend on the team is the tight end. It's an easier throw, although he made a difficult one to Gasecki. The easiest throw. Like a lot of times that that young quarterback is afraid to let it go and air it out. That tight end is from five to seven yards away from you. And it's an easier throw. So they often you'll see them, especially early on in their career, end up throwing to the tight end because it's a safety throw. Yeah. So uh, Mostert's status is very much in question for Sunday. Um, we'll see what happens with Teron Armstead. The Dolphins need him back. And okay, quarterback Troy, uh, you know, pick a card, any card. Like who who's gonna is it gonna be Mike Glennon? Is it gonna be Skylar Thompson? Is it gonna be Teddy Bridgewater? Let's start, let's start with Tua because um I would feel a lot more confident about his chances getting cleared if this wasn't his second concussion, because from my understanding, and I don't pretend to understand the concussion protocol, but I do know that a factor in the protocol is if you're, you know, if you're like a, a repeat offender, if it's not your first concussion, it's a little bit more rigorous to get through the protocol than it would be otherwise. So I'm, I'm definitely concerned, right? I mean, uh, you know, I feel like even if Tua would be able to pass the necessary tests, if this were the first concussion of the year, they might still be extra cautious because it's the second concussion. So I don't know. It feels like uh, it feels like a coin flip for me whether we see Tua. I think if we don't see Tua, we probably will see Teddy because I think Teddy is going to be ready by now after the dislocated uh, pinky. But I, I don't know about Tua, and I don't know if the Dolphins can win this game without him. 
I did. I was not aware of the more stringent test for concussion number two. That's that plays a role in this. You know, I'm I'm sitting there. I, I've been sitting here thinking that Tua would be ready to go. First time he sat down for two weeks. This is the second time we're on that two weeks again. But you know that that kind of puts a little wrinkle in my thinking because if it's more stringent and he doesn't pass the thing, there's no way you can let him play, especially what the Miami Dolphins, not the Miami Dolphins, the National Football League is going through night, going through right now when it comes to, you know, just uh, feel good stuff, caring about players. We saw what happened with the Buffalo player on the field. They, Ill, they could ill afford to have anything, you know, disastrous happen yeah. to Tua, who has had a, a history of getting concussions this year. So that's a tricky one right there. When the Miami Dolphins won this game, I sat there and I said, no shot without Tua. No shot. I With Skyler out there. I say no shot. The guy can't score touchdowns. With Scott, with Skyler right. out there, you got to hope you could hold him to six right. points, like you did. Now the Miami Dolphins did lean on the running game, but you know yeah. Buffalo is going to score some but points. Then you may They're not have score. Mostert, so how can you even lean on the running game? They got a a monumental task ahead of them to figure out some type of game plan. Can they win with Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater? Teddy has to stay healthy. I think he can manage the game. He, he can stay healthy. I will say this, in looking at everything, right? The Jets, they had a pretty damn good defense all season long. Yeah. And, yes, they shut the Miami Dolphins down from scoring any touchdowns. But our quarterback play was just not at the level that it needed to be, okay? Now, I look at the Buffalo Bills game. That team and that stadium was off the charts. I'm sure it was never that loud there before. You open up the game returning a kickoff for a touchdown. You end up returning a second one for a touchdown. Without those two touchdowns, they may lose to the New England Patriots. Yeah. It was special teams that Great won point. that for them. Great you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I'm sitting here saying, okay, as much as this emotional push you get being a Buffalo Bills player right now, there has to be a little bit of fatigue that comes along with that as well. Their mm. schedule, their routine, is everything is thrown off a little bit. Someone's staying up a little later. They're starting meetings a little later. They got to answer these questions outside of the game day preparation. They have to constantly talk about their, their fallen teammate. So... They could be a little tired. They could have a little fatigue setting in when it comes to that. And so I look at them, and I looked at the Buffalo Bills, and I go, that wasn't the real Buffalo Bills that I've seen all season long. That was a team that they had a chance of getting beaten in that game. And they were on the ropes not, in that game. They were. They were on the ropes. So I, I'm sitting there saying, you know, the, this is why the last trip, that the Miami Dolphins took up there in Buffalo. Like, you don't hear anybody talking about the weather, do you? No. Nope. No one. No one mentioned the weather. But all season long, oh, this team is not built for the cold weather. What's going to happen when they have to go up to Buffalo? And 
back then, that was the first time I said I found myself saying, I think that was a good loss for the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> like, I'm like, are you crazy? Are you crazy? <laughs> you never say a loss is a good loss. But I thought it was good because I said back then, the next time the Miami Dolphins have to go up there to play the Buffalo Bills, if it's in the playoffs, you won't hear anyone talking about the weather. Right. No, One bit because the Miami Dolphins good. showed that they could play in cold weather. It's, it's a football game. You go out there, that's your job. You play. So, you know, I, I'm not counting the Miami Dolphins out if Teddy Bridgewater had to be on the center and he has to command this team. I would like to see Tua instead, of course. Everyone would. But I, I think the Buffalo Bills are a little, I think, I hate to use the word vulnerable, but I think they are. They could be beaten by the Miami Dolphins. The Miami Dolphins are definitely not scared of them. They got the defense got to come to play. They got to figure out a way to keep Josh Allen. He's the key. You, they got to figure out a way to keep him in check. Yeah, and you know, some something I've been thinking about today since I saw the opening odds for this game. Um, I, I'm I'm probably going to stay away from this one, uh, not because I'm afraid of pulling a Kozar, just because I don't like to bet big games that my teams are involved in because I'm a mush, okay? But um, I know, Troy, I know that there are some people in our audience who are such big Dolphins fans, they're just going to bet on the Dolphins because, right? Because they, you know, they think their team's going to pull off a miracle against all odds. The Dolphins are going to advance. They're going to beat the Bills because no one expects it. So... Anyone listening to this who falls into that category, if you just think the Dolphins are, are going to win or at least cover and you want to bet on your Miami Dolphins, I would recommend doing it early, like early in the week, right? Because, Troy, the spread right now is Bills minus 10 and a half. That Vegas thinks it's going to be a blowout, right? When you see a double-digit number for an NFL game, Vegas thinks it's basically going to be a blowout. But my theory is between now and Sunday – the news can't get any worse for the Dolphins. It can only get better, right? Sure. Because I, you know, I feel like if you're looking at if you're looking at Dolphins plus ten and a half today, um, you're assuming, hey, it's kind of already priced in to the odds that hey, um, Tua probably not going to play, Teron Armstead maybe not going to play, Raheem Mostert maybe probably not going to play. So it's like worst case scenario. If we get any good news during the week, then that number may shrink into like nine and a half, nine points. So Correct. If, if you're, if you're just, if you're just going to bet the dolphins, no matter what, if you really, if you really have balls, you'll bet the money line. But if, you know, if you want to bet the dolphins to cover the spread, no matter what, I recommend locking it in early, not later, because I don't think the news can get any worse. Like un unless somebody gets hurt in practice or something, this very good point. Wood, it can't get any worse. It can only get better. Very good point. I am staying away from the game personally. I did. I stayed away from the game yesterday. I said, I've been betting the Miami Dolphins, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, Tua, all year long. You know, I won some, I lost some. But yesterday, I placed no bets. I sat there and I enjoyed football. I watched it. I wasn't looking at my computer or anything like that. Right. I'm going to stay away from the Dolphin game, but I'll be involved in the other games. Like, I'll be involved with championship game tonight prize picks <laughs> yeah well and and also guys if you are looking to bet on the games this weekend i recommend our betting partner and that's better edge 
uh, partner with us on the Five Reasons Sports Network. It's B-E-T-T-O-R-Edge.com. And if you use our special URL, it's betteredge.com slash five reasons, the number five and then the word reasons. Uh, they're going to give you a special bonus, a $20 bonus just for signing up with our referral code. And the thing that's cool about Better Edge is, and I know uh, our guy Trevor, TH in the 203, he's in the chat. I know he's used it before, as have I. Um, it's it's fully legal in, I think, 46 states, including Florida. That's, that's what matters. It's legal in the state of Florida because you're not betting against the house. You're actually betting against other people. It's like a social platform. So the number that you take, if you take you know, Dolphins plus 10 and a half, or if you make your own number, you can find action on Dolphins plus 14. If you're a little bit less daring on that, you find somebody on the other end of that, you're betting against real people. So it's a social platform. It's pretty ingenious because, you know, it's not considered a, a sports book. And also you don't have a sports book taking a cut. So you're not paying juice on your bet. So if you want to try it out, uh, yeah, he says he used it to bet the under on Dolphins jets under 39 and a half. Boom. He, he, he was kicking his feet up at the end of the first quarter. He's like, they're not scoring 39 and a half points. In he this was game. watching the game like this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was easy street for Trevor. So sign up at betteredge.com, B-E-T-T-O-R edge.com slash five reasons. And just for using our referral link, they're going to hook you up with a uh, with a $20 deposit bonus just for signing up with our referral link so yeah and you know what troy i want to announce to the people we're going to wrap it up here in a moment that's the bad news the good news is we're going to do a special uh pregame edition on thursday so we're going to come at you thursday and i wanted to wait a few days troy before we come back on because by thursday we're going to have a much better idea of who's going to be under center for the dolphins we're going to i'm sure have some status reports on tua teddy and we're going to be able to to really tackle this preview Everyone across the board, we should have a better idea. Now, these coaches, they're going to try try and keep it close to their vest if there are any injuries. But the NFL, because it's such a big gambling industry, it yeah. really is, you know, by rules, you are supposed to announce who practiced, who didn't practice, status to this guy, status to that guy. But they always skirt around that by saying, oh, he's a game time decision. But we should have a little bit more information on Thursday. Yeah, we should. So huge shout out and thank you to everybody who watched and listened to this episode. Make sure, by the way, uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, you can also get the audio version of the extra yard on the three yards per carry podcast feed, which is the quintessential Miami Dolphins podcast. Alf. Simon, Chris do an awesome job on three yards per carry. You can find the extra yard audio version on the three yards per carry feed. So make sure you subscribe to that. For former Miami Dolphin, Troy Stratford, I am Alex Dono, and we will talk to you guys on Thursday, same time, same bat channel, three o'clock for another extra yard pregame edition here on the Five Reasons Sports Network. See ya. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.